Hi and welcome to the seventh episode of Camera Chat and Coffee with myself, Benjamin Bowles, and the gin to my tonic, <laughs> Gavla Hardy. Two blokes, one photography subject, and a shed load of coffee. Get the cucumber. Right, Gav, straight into it once again. This week, film photography. Yes. Anybody who has listened to this um, podcast will know I love film photography. Um, <clears throat> it's how I kind of started photography, really. So I thought we could dedicate... Well, actually, you came up with the idea last week. So it's we're going to chat about it, uh, why week, we love last it. Last week was serious. It was, was kind of serious, wasn't it? it well, yeah, it was. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. we didn't do it seriously. But you know the whole the whole it's very business orientated kind of isn't it the whole yeah. um, social media thing. It was quite so a heavy subject. I, I, I obviously wanted to drag it back to nice technical things that we can get in our hands and you know technical play with technical things that we can put in our hands. Yep. and on that bombshell and on that bombshell so, editing. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna begin. Um, so film photography for me <clears throat> very similar to books. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> it, it, um, yeah, the whole process to me for film photography slows you down. Yes. Um, and I love the whole process from beginning to end. So in terms of starting, you're, you're choosing your film, depending on what you want to shoot um, and the kind of look you want. So there's a, there's loads of, sort of research that you can do to that, which is always fun if you're a photo geek. So so okay. So so when your your first proper camera mm. was a film camera. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah, yeah. I started on That's digital. Yes well, I start I started yeah. on digital. Okay. I started on digital, but I would say you found your love. I found my love with film photography. Yeah, and that obviously inspired my digital. And that would be the, the the Pentax Spotmatic F that we've got right yeah, here in front of us. Exactly, we've just taking a photo of it. Um, the, 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 it is the beautiful. It is a beautiful, sweet piece, isn't complete it? with its fifty mil that it would have come from back in the day. That is no thirty five. Is that a thirty five? Yeah, fifty came with it. I bought yeah. thirty five. Oh, okay, separate. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's lovely. Lovely lens, That's prime one lens. Of, one of the awesome things about old film cameras, they all came with a 50mm, yeah. which was actually 50mm, not yeah. like crop sensor. Because it's full frame, but, isn't but it? Yeah, exactly. Um, the modern world ruined things by sticking digital, uh, sort of by sticking like zoom lenses with cameras. Especially the 17 to 55 2.8. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wouldn't <laughs> come with it. <laughs> no, no, it's variable <laughs> aperture zooms. They're the nasty ones. Well, that's 18 true. to 55, 3.5 to 5.6, rubbish. Yeah, but everybody's got. The thing is, your kit lens. No, there's no justification for that. They're no, awful. I suppose there's not. They're awful. What, every single kit lens? Well, no, not every single kit lens. This Fuji one's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's a 2.8 so, to a 4. So within five minutes, I've talked about books, <coughs> and you've talked about your Fuji. My Fuji. But um, anyway. Anybody who follows Gav on social media will be inundated with Fuji. It's basically like he's being paid by Fuji. I'm, I'm not being paid, but I would take I would take any payment from Fuji. <laughs> any payment any. I don't any payment for anything to be honest. so but, but yeah so okay so you you found your love of for photography yeah, yeah through your nice little Pentax Botmatic yeah yeah and I think well firstly it, it, if you're looking at photography from a composition point of view I think it's very easy to spray and pray with digital like everybody does yes it's true um, and the whole film process really slowed me down to look at compositions to not to actually if especially if it's like a static subject you could 
you might you know you can get into different angles different positions and maybe shoot one or two whereas in digital you would shoot 10 to 15 yeah you can easily yeah you can easily work the subjects a lot more now with um with yeah, digital absolutely definitely. yeah yeah and plus of course but with film it's not just that it's not just the fact that you got you know what 32 shots in a row it's the fact that it costs a lot of money to get developed nowadays yeah, as well yeah. but i think on that though this is a question for you mm-hmm. is that you just mentioned working the scene then and every photographer's done that but with digital when you're looking through your shots and you've you've worked a scene so maybe you've taken 15 to 20 shots mm-hmm. Is there any relation to the the later shots being better than the first shots? Um, have you have you sort of noticed that? No. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. So I would normally I would if I if I'm looking at one particular street scene or something like that, I'm not the kind of person that will take multiple shots. I will, I will usually take maybe three or four. Okay. Um, invariably, the first shot will be the best. The only time that that's the only time that that does change is obviously when you're in a situation where the scene is changing. So you're actually waiting for something. Mm. You're waiting for you know you you've you've picked a scene and you're waiting for someone to enter the scene. Um, so I might take three or four shots um, in a scene and you know wait for yeah the only time that changes is if you're waiting for something to evolve in the scene. Um, and of course with digital you can do that. A little bit more mm. frivolously, Fri- frivolously, frivia, frivolously, frivol. Yeah, hey, hang on, frivolously, frivolously. Yes. Boom! Can we Fri- high five on that? Fri- oh. Frivolously. Yeah, frivolously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Obviously, whereas with with uh, film, that's it, it's, uh, with film. Maybe you don't want to be quite so crazy because you are almost thinking, well, that's, you know, if I've got a roll of film, mm, that's mm. that's like five shots. I've only got 27 letters on that. Um, not that I'm saying you're poor, but all of this stuff adds <laughs> up. Yeah, of course. Um, so, and, but, but also there is the beauty, I think shooting film today, which is possibly something that we relate this whole thing to, shooting film today, because mm. obviously... Back, you know, if you, the reason you would have shot a Pentax Spot Matic F back in 1973 was because there was only film. So, whereas now you have the option of shooting digital. So, to actually choose shooting film is is a choice that maybe a lot of people don't understand. But of course, the beauty of it is that when you're shooting a lot of photography um, for work, you you can kind of like get to the point where you need that new challenge. I think it brings you right back to basics. Yeah. I think I think the fact that if you're shooting on film, you absolutely need to know the exposure triangle off by heart. And I think that if you, once you get into that routine, you put your hands on a digital camera and everything seems quite easy. And especially if you're on like a high pressure, uh, high pressure suit, <laughs> high pressure suit. I hate doing photos in a high pressure uh, yeah, suit. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's very restrictive. <laughs> a high pressure shoot. Um, it you can. Because you because you you've know got the, you've got because you skills. know those skills exactly yeah that's yeah. the foundation and you can concentrate on other things like the composition or you know other creative ways to get the shot so I think it's a great foundation to start with I going against myself slightly if someone was saying would I start if I started my ph- photography journey would I be doing it on film or digital well I think you should always start on digital just because you can take so many photos and your learning can be enhanced so quickly. And then I would maybe go back to film after. Yeah, I mean that, that that is a sen- I mean that's pretty much how I did it. Okay. I started so I started shooting in around two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Mm. Digital cameras were kind of just 
becoming the norm, I suppose, around then. And you know, I, my first digital camera was actually a Pento. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, the idea of buying film then would have, would have been a bit crazy. The reason I then subsequently bought film cameras years later was for that change up, for that challenge, just something different. So that when I go out, you know, because, you know, it, obviously I'd still shoot digital for weddings, still shoot digital paid work. And I'm not about to change that because, mm. you know, like you don't see many people shooting sporting events or, or weddings nowadays with film. Weddings, maybe. Yeah, for the. Uh, for, for, I, I listened to a good podcast the other day actually about a wedding photographer who um, was shooting exclusively digital, but got totally bored with it, needed to change it up, and wanted to get back to basics, and and now does every single wedding on film. You see, the thing about some someone like that, that's great when you get into a. You need to get into kind of like a, a, I don't know, a circle of, not friends, but an area of the business where people want that. Because that's the thing. If I tried to do that around here, I'd probably shoot two weddings a year. Mm, mm. I could do it. You could find the people that would go for it, but you wouldn't shoot many. Because most people would be like, well, no, I'm going to go and book that guy over there who guarantees me 500 images. Exactly. So that's the thing. You need the clients for that. You would need the kind of clients who get, why film would be yeah you need yeah you need clients that appreciate it yeah Yeah, totally but um shooting film today this is i think this is where i was going but shooting film today is is um quite is an active choice isn't it compared to back in the day so if the reason i would then start shooting film so so i started on digital Mm. the reason i then started shooting film is because you go out, you go street shooting, you take so many images, of course you want to get some good ones, but after a while you just want to do something different, and it's again, I, I do relate photography and music very closely a lot of the time, it's the reason why when a band first brings its album out, everyone thinks, oh that's really good, and then by the fifth album, you're like, what are they doing? Mm, mm. But it, them, them in themselves are pushing themselves creatively to do something different, I mean, there's no, like, Radiohead or a prime example of a, of a band that started out doing guitars and drums, and then suddenly it was samples, and yeah, they're all yeah. over the place. And now they're kind of, which which often yeah, happens with yeah. the creative process, exactly. it's like you start, you get, yeah. you get, you find your style, yeah. then you think, okay, well this is kind of boring and I need to yeah. grow as a, a creative, so then you hit your peak of creating, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and then like a bell yeah. curve, it comes all the way down, and you, and then sort of where again where Radiohead are now they're kind of combining their early stuff and their middle sort of digital yeah. stuff as and well. that's that's so so like you 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 shoot um you know I mean obviously to get to a place like where in their case whereby they can actually earn money mm. from doing what they want yeah. that is obviously uh the the the, 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 the what's the hallowed turf I'm not, not I was gonna say that's hall- Wembley I was gonna say hallowed grave and I, I yeah shallow grave isn't the place <laughs> yeah exactly shallow combine two things yeah sure. I, I was gonna say the same thing um, hallowed turf no that's what I just holy said holy grail holy grail second high five of the holy, holy, holy yeah, grail yeah getting paid to to, to create yeah how you want to yeah. is the holy grail not the shallow now, grave not, not <laughs> <laughs> or, or the hello turf which is Wembley <laughs> so neither of those two no. so basically yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. now I'm not saying that I want to shoot weddings with film because no. uh, I don't really uh, do you not have you not gone through your I, mind I, at all uh, it, it has at some stage but I feel like like you know I don't want to must have mentioned the Fuji yeah, again but yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much like shooting that's what I think that's why I love it so much yeah. it's like shooting film mm, mm. Um, and I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a Five thousand images at a wedding, kind of guy. I, I still, although you know, obviously, I still shoot more than if I shot film. 
I'm not like banging out burst mode constantly. I'm not. That's not. So I still shoot it with a mentality of someone who wants to get a great image and move on, as opposed to bang, 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 bang. I'm sure one of those is good. I mean, this is going slightly off uh, tangent, but it is related. Like you said that you shoot less. You, you're quite conservative in your shooting now. Yeah. If you went back, say, five years to how many um, photos you had to back up from a wedding, like. Has that changed massively? No, no I've, I've never, I've never been, I've never been that kind. Never of guy. been a spray and pray I've never kind been, of guy. Even at the beginning, where you think, well, no, just need to get the no, shot. Let's no, take no, five. I, I never have because I will. I've, I've, it, I think it's just the way my brain works. Yeah, I've always yeah. thought I want to, I want to nail an image and move on. I don't want to stand here take forty yeah. and hopefully one of them be good. It's mm. just not how I am. Um, and I think that's that's kind of like that's a film shooting mentality. I, I, I. I Guess I think it's the, like I, say, I think not, it's the right mentality as well, personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've known I've known photographers to come out of weddings with nine thousand photos, and I yeah. just find that staggering. That is ridiculous. Imagine how many how many so do the maths rolls of film. So thirty six. Is that thirty? So so th- just say th- just say thirty. That thirty. So three films. Do we have a hundred? About thirty. So yeah, thirty rolls of film, roughly. Would it? Yeah. yeah well, three okay. threes are nine. Yeah. Thirty thirty is nine. So if you're paying, that's insane. So paying. Ten quid each for a roll of film. <laughs> it costs a lot, doesn't it? Three thousand pounds. Good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck. Good luck yeah. with the cost of that for, for the film and then the development. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, yeah, we're getting away from weddings again. So, so going back to the cameras. Yeah. Um, so you've got your Pentax um, Spotmatic. You got it. Is yeah. there film in it? There is film at the moment. There is a Fuji Film Superior. Okay. Um, I go through stages of shooting black and white. Um, and color and later on actually like to end we're gonna i'm gonna recommend two sort of starting films basically are you gonna take my picture with it as well yeah i'm going to nice window there yeah it's gonna be awesome because um, I, I don't know if there's film in mine no I well i think we should use. talk about this sweet piece should we move on to my my mamiya c330 so i know very little about medium format and I know you've actually taken shots at weddings with this, just like as I a, have, yeah, just just, aside, just to but... see what, just to see. I, I did at the, I can t- tiny brag at the wedding in Italy I did last year. Uh, right. I did right, take yeah. quite a nice shot. Humble brag, massive humble brag. Stay um, yeah, stay it's, a, it's a medium format twin lens reflex. So it's got the what's got the two lenses, um, the one one above the other, and basically you look through one and you take the photo with the other. Mm. Um, the sound of the this is the sound of the. Of when you open the top up, yeah, and then and then you've got a little magnifier, yeah, to help you uh, pose. And you look down, obviously. Yeah. Um, little little wheels down there to focus. So, what's the quality like? Quality is great. Yeah. Honestly, it's great. So, I got this. I got this off eBay, three hundred quid. Um, I'm not going to claim that it's something that's been passed through my family, or mm. I've had it since since I first started shooting. Yeah. I got it about a year or no, just well, yeah, just over a year ago off eBay for two hundred and ninety nine pounds plus postage. Uh, it works beautifully. It comes with an 80mm f 2.8 lens. Mm. Um, it's square, square form, square, yep. square format. Which I love. I love square format. Shoots 120 film. Mm. Um, Portra 400 is the one that's always been recommended to me. Mm. So again, I'm not going to pretend to be a massive yeah, buff yeah. of the films. Um, I edit with VSCO, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is this is it's either Portra 400 or um, What's the black and white one? Tri-X or something like that? Tri-X, yeah. 400 again. So, um, yeah, and, and it, honestly, it's awesome. I love it for... So I've done some street shooting with this. It's great. that Now, what's cool about street shooting with this 
is that it's a big lump. Mm. It looks different, and people are intrigued. So yeah. if you go up to someone and say, can I take your portrait with this? Mm. They're like, okay, they're interested, yeah. and, and it helps you engage with them, as opposed to if you went up to someone with a Canon DSLR or a Nikon, and you're just another guy mm. with mm. a camera. And I think that's, like again, trying to relate this into modern times of, of why you'd shoot film. That's one of the things for me. If you go up to someone with your Pentax and you say, can I take your portrait? Or if, or if you go out, and it will actually make people engage with you. And yeah. this this has done, you know. Um, when I was in Italy and I was wandering around Florence with it, I, I could I could say to someone and they would look interested. We neither of us spoke the same language, mm. but they would look interested. Apart from the language of photography, the language know. of photography. Oh, I did. Can I can I can I do my Italian that I learnt of how to ask someone for their portrait? Yeah. Posso prendere la tua foto? That's quite impressive. Yeah, and I, and I still and, remembered it. Well, that's the yeah. yeah. That, was, mean, that was that was that was last year. And you've remembered. And I went up to a little old lady. Posso prendere la tua foto? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't want to know. You've got but quite a nice I've got, accent. I've got a cool guy on a bike. So yeah. Yeah, I need to get that developed. That's, um, um, so, but yeah, so, that, so that, that's the thing with film photography nowadays, because like, I don't know, I don't, now you obviously shoot film still, and I, I kind of like dip into it and then, then don't for mm. a while. And that's the thing, when I see people shooting film and hashtagging believe in film and stuff like that, I'm always kind of like, why are you shooting film? Because... Digital cameras are so much more efficient, and you can just do more with it. I think I think a lot of it comes down to you mentioned how shooting on your Fuji is a bit like shooting on a film camera. There's something about shooting with an old school film camera. Um, yeah, and if you follow that through, there's really there's something lovely about the look of film. Now. Yes, it's going to be slightly grainy. Some of it might be out of focus because obviously you're, you're focusing manually. But there's something amazing about taking 36 photos, waiting for them to... I, I send mine off. I don't have a dark room. Waiting for them to come back and actually similar, again, to the whole book kind of thing, actually sitting down and looking at them physically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. studying them and getting yeah. better. Now, in terms of learning photography, it's... It takes a lot longer on film because you only have 36. You can't, some of them might be under or over, you might not have read the light properly and you have to wait maybe two months to actually see that. Um, so so there is that. So I think that, that actually learning on a film camera isn't... Um, so learning film photography may be... Um, <laughs> Gav's, Gav's just taking photos of my Pentax. And he's putting you off. It? Yeah, it's completely putting me off. But it's a beautiful matter. camera. It is a lo- it's beautiful. I want love for it. No, it is great. And we'll, um, hopefully, actually, we can pop this online as well so people can actually see how, how yeah, good it we'll, looks. Yeah, we'll, we'll put some photos of these nice cameras on Instagram. But the other thing, the other one, this is going to sound a bit sentimental, but I remember the first time I took this out properly and I yep. looked through the viewfinder and it was so different to my digital. Yeah. And it's obviously it's full frame and it just looks cinematic. Just it, looking it, honestly, through. Honestly, I just had a look through the viewfinder. Yeah. It is so nice. It just looks really cinematic and it just yeah. gets you inspired straight away. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, which is which is amazing. And, and I think that if you can get a, a camera um, or new equipment or anything that, allows you to shoot or gets you pumped up and motivated to shoot, that's, it's never a bad thing. You sound like me. Yeah, I know. Sound I know. like me. But it's only because I'm got, talking about you, film you, cameras. You've got, you got gear, love. It's still gear. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the thing. And but but it's actually, the, to be honest, since um, we've been speaking on a like a, a weekly basis about photography, I have looked at equipment slightly differently. Um, and I think that where I was quite opposed to 
upgrading your gear, and I still don't believe in that, you know, fully. Mm. But seeing you with a Fuji and seeing how motivated you are since getting that, and obviously your social media presence, you know, plugging that, and it just it's given you a bit of um, sort of gives you, you know, a reason. It gives you a reason, reason to shoot. And I think that if anything. If you can bring anything into your, in your into mm. your photographic life to do that, it's never a bad thing, is it? Yeah, I, that's that's it. You know, it's it's. I mean, and to be honest, all of this, everything, you know, like whether it's digital or film, mm. at the end of the day, the end goal is to go and shoot. Yeah. So, if you can find some motivation to go and shoot because you've got yourself a new film camera yeah. and do it, I mean, I, I that's the thing. I genuinely, when I got this, when when I got this mummy out, and I I don't take it out often. But every now and again, I'll just get to that point where I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I've been shooting too much digital again, and and someone will say, oh, do you want to go somewhere? Do you want to go to Brighton for the day and we do some photography or something like that? I'll put some film in that, mm. and you only get twelve shots on a roll of film in that, right. so you might take, you know, you might have to take like twenty odd quid or get you about five rolls of film. Yeah. yeah. And you go out, and and it's just an it's just a completely new game because really? you're having to take your time. Focusing with that is slow, and yeah, and you're having to really think about what you're doing and it's fun and it, and, and it gets your brain going again and that's that of course is that's another part of it isn't it it's all about the creativity isn't it's it it's all about the creativity do you get your physical prints done on that or do you just get it digital files um i and do you get, do anything no, after i get digital no i get this i send them off and yeah. i get digital prints and they come back and so far they look well. good yeah yeah, yeah yes yeah, yeah. i yeah. use a place called i don't know where you go to i use a, use a place called bayou in London, I go Photo Hippo in Burnley. Photo Hippo. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay, it's quite what, reasonable. So, what, so when they and they send yours back in prints, so you can choose. I always go prints, okay, um, and obviously digital files as well, um, and you can get them on a CD as well. Okay, so they just do, and they and they're super quick. Can we put some of those um, on Instagram? Well, they'll be on my website. A lot of them are on, on my website actually. Can you maybe send a couple for Instagram? <laughs> Yeah, I'll do that. Do that. I'll do that for, um, for a wonderful audience. Yes. Yeah. No, I will. I'll, I'll do the same. I'll do the same. I'll get. I'll get some of my some of my scans from my mummy. I'll mm. put them online as well. Yeah. I, I have put some online see. when I first went onto Instagram, okay. but I wasn't really engaged with it too much. But yeah, certainly, um, all my website and see, Insta will be, be on there. Yeah. yeah so show the so. people. Well, I think so. Yeah. Our magic. Yeah. <laughs> but I spent. I mean, my main project with a film camera was. It was called Thanet on Film. Um, and it was is that online yeah yeah that's all online on my website you're going to put a uh, link again there will be a link to that yeah but that that's something that's kind of taken a back seat over the last six months just because I've been busy with other stuff but um, when I do have free mornings or free afternoons I do and there's no editing to do and that and and our admin and everything like that I do try and get out and it's just even if I don't take there's been there's been afternoons and mornings where I've taken two photos mm. but that's amazing because it just means that you've taken two photos that you've you've sort of deemed worthy enough um, yeah to actually press the shutter well exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. one pound well, yeah, yeah I mean you, shoot, you yeah. shoot with that I think it's about two pounds well, uh, two pounds a photo yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah but there's something within that that where because you get less it means more you know yeah. it's certainly not just pixels on a screen you get a physical print yeah, that takes you back to the moment that you actually um, hit the shutter, um, and there's yeah, there's something really lovely about that, especially in today's like we were saying last week, in today's fast food world with social media yeah, and everything, yeah. slowing down and enjoying the photographic process is huge for me, um, and I would recommend it. So, would you recommend anyone. that one? Yeah, I mean, I think I picked that up for 
I don't know, 200 quid or something yeah. um, with a lovely prime lens. And as I said, like just looking through the viewfinder is an amazing experience. Mm. And then taking photos is even better. It's fully manual, so you are in control of absolutely everything, manual focusing, yeah. um, the shutter speed, the aperture, everything. Um, what do you use to meter the light? Right. It, has, it, has, it, has it got metering? So it's, yeah, there is an inbuilt meter. Oh. Um, but and that but that's an incredible learning experience because well, <laughs> after a while, if you're in a, like a sunny day, you kind of know what settings you're gonna need. Yeah, it? yeah. I mean, and also, I mean, like I'm I'm no film guru. My friend Matt is um, he knows a lot about this yeah. stuff. Um, there's there's obviously um, there's a what's I want to say? There's a dynamic range to film, isn't there? Yeah. You can yeah. you can shoot under or over, and and it will. There's a lot to it will recover a lot. There's quite a lot very, of latitude. Yes, isn't film is very good for that. Mm, so that's mm, mm. that's another good thing about film i guess yeah, yeah. rubbish thing and sometimes some of my favorite photos i've taken on film have been mistakes if they've massively blown like the highlights have gone or is mm. massively under or over sometimes that can add to the photograph anyway yeah. um so i think we're going to go on to a couple of takeaways to end um where we recommend some films so I recommend. I went a bit Jewish then. Gav is on a chair and I'm picking him up. I'm just going around the dance floor. He's, he's, he, he's just stand on a glass. Okay, so what's just happened there is the really, really, really strong coffee I made before we started this. It's just kicked into Ben then. It's just hit him right there. Right. It's, gone, it's gone straight to the uh, the frontal lobe, <laughs> and and he's now hype. I so am We're going to do, do our takeaways, aren't we? We are going to do our takeaways. Recommendations for film. So for the colour, I would go for the Kodak Portrait 400, Oof. which is beautiful for portraits, lovely skin colour, quite light. Um, so if you're exposing correctly, it's going to be on the sort of bright side, but a nice bright. Interesting, right? Yeah. Just quickly, mm-hmm. friends of mine who shoot way more film. Yeah. When I told them I'd got this Mamiya. Yeah. And I'll talk about this in a moment, but they, I said, "Oh, I've got some Portrait 160," and they're like, "No, you want to get Portrait 400." Yeah. I still don't understand 100 percent why, but it seems to be the one that everyone recommends. Yeah, I've never tried the 160, but the 400 has a little bit of grain. Which, which I like. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. film grain's amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's not overpowering. So you still it's still really sharp um, on the bright side with a with a little bit of grain. Um, and on the black and white side, I would go for the Trimax 400, Kodak Trimax um, 400, which is really nice and contrasty. Not overkill. Again, grain is super nice and aesthetically pleasing, but not without... Um, it's not in your face; it's just sort of there. And you mentioned background. earlier about where you got your where you get your film developed. Mm. You send off for that. What's, what was that place called? Um, Photo Hippo. And you're happy with what they? Yeah, do? that's good. It's, it's a good. great name. You can actually um, pull and push as well the film. Nice. Um, and they charge slightly extra for that. Yeah, m- that's to. that's most places do. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, because it's slightly um, more complicated process. Um, so that would be if you if you're starting <clears throat> film right here right now, go for those films. Not too expensive, but really nice quality. Okay, so what I'm I'm going to offer for this is, you know, again making it clear that I'm no massive film buff, but I ha- I do have my uh, Mamiya C330. Um, I'm going to film-wise, I'm going to recommend that everyone goes and has a little look at Lomography, uh, which is that there's a there's actually a shop in Carnaby, 
It's a really, it's a really okay. cool shop there. You can go there, have a look at the films. Um, they do do their processing, but just go there, have a look at the films. You can go online, have a look at their stuff. Um, they do two black and whites. One's a Lady Grey and one's an Earl Grey. Amazing name. Uh, great names, yeah. Their films are kind of like that. Um, I think it's the Lady Grey, which is the one I like, which I think is a bit more contrasty. That's the mm. black and white, basically. So okay. I, I kind of, I try to shoot black and white film. Because I always think if I shoot in colour film, there's that temptation for me to edit. Yeah. If I shoot black and white, it's literally this is it's what you true. get. Yeah. And that's the other thing, which going back to the Mamiya. So, so I got I, I really recommend this camera. It's I wanted something that was going to be totally different to my digital cameras, which is all 35 mil format. Um, the Mamiya C330, it's um, it's a TLR, so you, obviously you can go and Google them. But it's a it's a great camera. Um, and yeah, put a roll of black and white in there. You're getting something totally different because mm. it's square format. So it shoots 120 film. You get 12 on a roll, 12 shots on a roll. Um, and you just get something really, really different to yeah. if you go out with a, with a digital camera. Because even though I can set my Fujis to square format, it's just not the same. Yeah. You know you're cheating. Mm. Whereas with this, if I go out with a roll of black and white, it's square, it's black and white. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. So when what you shoot and you send off to be developed is what you get. And with that so restriction... That's what breeds creativity, isn't it? Exactly, yes. Yeah, um, much like know, shooting with a prime lens. Exactly, if you exactly shoot, if, what I was yeah, going to say, yes. Gav, weirdly. Wow. Weirdly. Oof. But yeah, just with a prime That's lens um, and, and with that restriction, it breeds that creativity that sort of takes you on to a new level. And I think that's like a perfect segue to whatever film you get, whatever film camera, I think both of us would absolutely just recommend starting. See if you like it. And even if you don't, it will pay dividends for your digital work. Because and you can always bang it on eBay afterwards if you didn't like it. And exactly, <laughs> and exactly. <laughs> so I think we're going to call that. Uh, we're going to call that a wrap. Um, right. As always, Gav, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Um, Flynn has loved this one. Flynn, the the podcast, the podcast mascot, mascot is, sitting is, on my lap right now, loving, loving it. He's such an awesome dog. You, we could we could do like you know like that octopus that was predicting what yes. would win. We could we, we could get him to sniff which camera he likes most yeah, out of our true. two. That's true. What's that, Flynn? You like the Mamiya? Flynn, Flynn is so cool. I'm deeply allergic to him, but I still stroke him. He's there amazing. So, yeah, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, all our social media websites and everything like that will be on the show notes. So feel free to connect. If you've got any questions, just let us know. So I think, Gav, we'll leave it there. Bosh.